Hey, uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the amazing wings and street tacos at uh, Two Brothers. Game day starts and ends with Two Brothers. Just ask Dak Prescott and Jeffrey Simmons. That's where they hung out a couple of weeks ago after the uh, MSU Memphis game. And Two Brothers is right by campus and the stadium on University uh, in the Cotton District, two brothers, wings, street tacos. Uh, the burger is super underrated. And Barton and Sims are usually throwing together some o- other, you know, specials. I mean, they'll do some duck gumbo. Uh, they'll do some kind of cool sandwich. Um, y'all know about the pulled pork uh, grilled cheese. But uh, two brothers will be rolling this afternoon about uh, 3 or 4 o'clock. And they will go all the way through Sunday afternoon at two brothers in stark vegas mississippi also while you're in starkville don't forget about spring street cigars a beautiful new high-end cigar shop and lounge spring street cigars downstairs upstairs uh in starkville it's on the other end from where two brothers is so it's on the west end of main street uh it's a lounge area it's really cool wonderful selection of cigars Spring Street Cigars in Stark, Vegas, Mississippi. Stop by and check it out. Beautiful exposed brick, wood beams, really, really nice. Comfortable chairs and so on. Great place to smoke a Rocky Patel, Liga Pravada, you know, La Florida Minicana, whatever it is that you uh, your game day stick at, at Spring Street Cigars. Good morning. Welcome in. We're live from the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. And we're right down the street from award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, dancingrabbitgolf.com. And our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. We welcome in Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider, pro football focus, pff.com. And uh, Steve P. joins us on the Out of Bounds show. Steve, let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, they won with Cooper Rush. What does that mean for Dak? What does that mean for the Cowboys? I mean, not a ton, I don't think, as far as Cooper Rush versus Dak. But the offense did look better uh, last week than, than it did the previous week against the Bucks. The Bucks defense looks like they could be legit, so that's certainly a factor. But, you know, Cooper Rush made enough plays. I thought Tony Romo described his game pretty well. You know, his two starts, it's been, you know, some good, a wall, and then, um, some good again. And, you know, Cooper Rush making a few plays at the end. But I think for Dallas, you just saw Micah Parsons as a game wrecker, you know, continuing to take his game to the next level. And I think that defense is going to at least keep them close. And when Dak is able to come back, they do just have to, to figure out, you know, how to, uh, how to distribute the ball, how to have some playmakers that they trust. Um, but they showed it can be done. Not that it was a great offensive performance by the Cowboys by any means, but um, it was good enough. And, they can rely on their defense to at least keep them close. Uh, when it comes to Micah Parsons and this whole LT reincarnated discussion, are you buying or is it overblown, Steve Palazzolo? I'm buying it. I, I think it's. I think he's been incredible. Um, the fact that he's been a linebacker and an edge rusher, I think, makes it a little bit more impressive for me. The fact that he's literally played two different positions. Those are. Those are different positions. You know, like when you see a team that plays a 3-4 and they say, hey, this guy's an outside linebacker, that's really an edge rusher, right? That's different from an inside linebacker. And he has played both. And you just really don't see that across the NFL. But when he comes down 
and lines up one-on-one against tackles. He doesn't lose. He very rarely loses. And I know last week there was this viral clip of Leonard Fournette chipping him and, you know, putting him on the ground. And it's like, that's fine. Like, that, that's not Micah Parsons' fault. That's, the Bucks had to give help to, uh, to their left tackle because Micah Parsons is so good. So when he has a one-on-one, he's winning. And he's winning cleanly, and he's finishing the play. So, look, I mean, I know we, we speak in hyperbole a lot in uh, sports media, but Micah Parsons, as far as immediate impact coming into the league, similar to, say, a Vaughn Miller, similar to probably a, a Lawrence Taylor as well. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. He is Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus on the Yingling Lager guest line, talking NFL as we're off and running. Golly, it's exciting. And uh, great matchups every weekend. We don't always get that in college, but we do in the NFL. Steve joins us on the Out of Bounds Show. I'm live from the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. Uh, what do you make of Joe Burrow and what's going on with the Cincinnati Bengals and how bad they've looked the, the last two games coming off a Super Bowl appearance, Steve? So I think even if you look at the Bengals last year, their offense was very boomer bust. They had games where Jamar Chase would take over, Burrow and Chase would really take over, create these big plays, but it still wasn't the most efficient down-for-down offense. They had a lot of negative plays. Joe Burrow got sacked a ton. We know that. Even on the playoff run, got sacked a ridiculous number of times. And then they just they had games where you know, Jamar Chase would have 60-yard touchdowns and 50-yard touchdowns. So they don't have those this year. And the sacks have remained. And, and I think what 
learned a lot from just a data perspective. Sack totals are more on the quarterback than they are the offensive line. So I do think that the Bengals have improved their offensive line. They've also run up against the Steelers, who have T.J. Watt or had him for most of the game, and he was just dominating. They ran into Micah Parsons, who was dominating. So that should get a little bit better up front for the Bengals, but Burrow's got to do a better job. They need to figure out the short game and the intermediate game, that 10- to 19-yard level. they got to be more efficient there in Cincinnati, get the ball out of Burrow's hands. But it's a play-style issue for him right now, where it, you know not every sack is his fault, but there's a lot of plays where he likes to hold the ball and create or let the guys get open down the field. I think they got to get the ball out of his hands quicker and, and um, get him to get rid of the ball quicker. Other quarterbacks have dealt with this, you know, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill. There, there are players through the years who have high sack rates and um, are still good, and you can, you know, create good offense there. But I think some kind of adjustment needs to happen in Burroughs' game so that they take fewer negative plays. How much – did Jamar Chase's talent and explosiveness mask their deficiencies on offense last year and what he could do as far as taking it to the house or generating explosive plays? I think it masked the offensive line last year. You know, there was there was one particular deep ball against the Steelers last year where the offensive line lost almost immediately. But Jamar Chase won immediately off the line and Burrow got rid of it in about two seconds. That was the play that kind of summed it up for me, which was receivers can protect the quarterback. Receivers can uh, protect you know your, your quarterback from getting hit and just by getting open quickly. Um, but I don't think they're bad otherwise as far as their playmakers go. Tyler Boyd is a good possession receiver. When T. Higgins is healthy, he's a good, big-bodied possession receiver. They did have C.J. Ozama last year work in the middle of the field. I think tight end they missed that security blanket, I think, a little bit in the middle of the field there. So um, I wouldn't say Jamar Chase was masking deficiencies as much as he was just adding – he was just taking them to the next level. But there were certain games where the offense was trudging along, trudging along, and it's like, oh, Jamar Chase is going to create two or three big plays, and now it changes. Um, so they dealt with this last year. Just because they went to the Super Bowl doesn't mean it was all great last year. They dealt with this in Cincinnati. They had games where they were terrible offensively, and then they had just two deep touchdowns. So I think they'll get out of it. But, yeah, they have to figure out how to be a little bit more consistent and not just rely on Jamar Chase. Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider, pro football focus, PFF.com. He's hanging out with us on the Yingling Lager guest line. We have the Saints and the Panthers this weekend, Steve. Is it time for the Saints to move to Andy Dalton? Jameis Winston can figure this out. What's going on at the QB position in NOLA? Man, I know they're saying Jameis was playing hurt last week. It was it was a rough game. I mean, the, the, the Saints had an opportunity against the Bucs because their defense was playing well, as always, against the Bucs. Um, I'm not ready to get rid of Jameis just yet. You know, me as a, a Jameis believer, I think that same high level of volatility is going to work the other way for him at some point. But again, I think the, the Bucs might just be really good defensively you know the, so Dak couldn't get anything done with Dallas and Jameis you know, I, I know he it wasn't just the Bucs Jameis is overthrowing guys he's throwing the ball to the defense and and missing open plays but um I would stick with Jameis a little bit because I, I still think he's the best option I think you know what you're going to get with Andy Dalton and there's not going to be as many 
go-win-the-game type of moments coming from Andy Dalton. Jameis had that in week one. He went and won the game. I know maybe they were down in part because of him, but they went and won the game against Atlanta. I still think that's probably better for the Saints long-term. Uh, all that said, if Jameis keeps playing like he did last week, yeah, Andy Dalton's a better option. So I'd be, I'd be watching closely, but i, I got to give Jameis a little bit more time here. 